Welcome everybody to Yankee Chronicles Podcast. I'm Bobby. I am here with Evan, Rob, and Donald. Before we get started, we want to ask you to check out StatementGames.com where you can find your unique experience in your fantasy sports. Check out BlackOutInsBaseball.org where you can learn about the founder of baseball. And why? Damn you, Tats. <laughs> you good, I'm, laugh- I'm laughing at Donald. Oh, I know. Right. As the intro starts, he just goes, ow. <laughs> <laughs> I hit my head off the top of the car. But you're sitting down. <laughs> He's a rookie in the car. He needs to learn from yeah, put, put your seatbelt on. That's not true. That's not true. I'm just an idiot. No, put your seatbelt on. You'll feel safer. <laughs> Listen to us Monday through Friday on RadioPlayLive.com at 10 a.m. and 8 p.m. So, um, Evan, I'm going to give you the floor because I put my foot in my mouth uh, the other day. and um, I don't need the floor. I'm just mad at you. You told me Talkman had options. He doesn't have fucking options. I had to go look it up and have everyone yell at me on Twitter because you gave me bad information. You're making me look bad. So now from now on, I'm just going to listen to myself. I'm not going to listen to anyone else on this show or in life because you're all out to get me and it's fucking bullshit. What's this y'all stuff? Wait a minute. Why are you waiting <laughs> Why are you getting us involved? We, we, we knew this stuff before. This is all Bobby's Bobby, fault. What are we doing? I, I, look, are we doing? I, I'm wearing the L on this one. Okay, yeah. fine. Don, Donald gets a pass. Rob pisses me off with all his bobbleheads, though, so you you get no no pass today. Yeah, see? Now yeah, look what you've you. done, then. <laughs> okay, I can live with that. Look, does the fact that Talkman now, now that, you know, um, you know, he does not have any options. What does that change the bench? Because we had we thought we had it pretty much figured out the other day. From the Yankees' perspective, yes, it changes how they view the future of the bench because next year you're not going to have Bruce, you're not going to have Brett Gardner, you might not have Stanton if they try to trade him if he has a bad season. So you're going to need that center fielder, especially if Hicks keeps getting injured. So, you know, Talkman is a good fit for this team. But my point in wanting Bruce is that he's a significant upgrade for a lot of reasons. Power, he can play first. I just think it is better depth move if Bruce makes the team over Talkman right now, but clearly that can't really happen. Yeah. Um, there was some report about, uh, you know, some teams calling about Talkman in trades, but the Yankees really value him. Uh, the only, the reason I wanted Bruce more than Talkman is because his ability, like Evan just said to play first, because I want to avoid Mike Ford at all costs because we've seen the injuries before. And if they really need a backup first baseman, they're not going to move. LeMayhew there to start Tyler Wade or something like that, or start Derek Dietrich. They're going to want their best bats out there every single day. And they like Mike Ford for whatever reason, they're going to want him to play first base. If, uh, if they have to take out Voight for any reason. So I, to me, Jay Bruce was the better Mike Ford. And I thought Ford was a lot going into the season to make the team. But if they want to carry that many outfielders, I don't know. I guess LeMayhew is the backup first baseman in their mind. Yeah, LeMayhew now becomes the backup infielder for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not It's not a – no, we, we know he could handle it. We, we, we've seen that. But why, why have him do that when you could have somebody like Jay Bruce with, with the power bat that can go outfield in first base, occasional DH – 
you know, Jay Bruce is is the better option over Talkman, especially if you're going to have Brett Gardner. So does Brett Gardner become the guy that screwed the whole thing up by coming back for one year, taking that spot away from Talkman? I don't think that's fair to put that on Brett. He's just signing a contract that was given to him. Yeah, Brett's much better than Talkman. Yeah. And the thing is with Talkman, like he was bad last year. He had a good 2019. Wasn't good really at all last year, but he has a good spring and everybody's back on it. Like, you know, he's 2019 right. talking. And, and Bruce has been struggling the past, you know, couple games. I think he's batting like 207 or something with uh, yeah. seven strikeouts, something like that. So they're going by recency bias in spring training, which is a terrible thing to do to try to assess a player. But again, if it's by if it's the option thing, if they don't want to lose Talkman for nothing, then it makes sense to you know, let Bruce go. I'm sure someone's going to pick him up or he just, you know, doesn't get signed and the Yankees well, get lucky. And thing with Bruce, I don't know if you guys read about this. Sorry to cut you off, but he no, has a clause that he had to uh, enact last night. I'm not sure he did it, but there's an option where um, if nobody t- picks up his, uh, I think he's getting like 1.2, 1.5 million. If no one picks that up, the Yankees do have an option to give him a hundred grand and he will take a month or two uh, minor league, uh, whatever, and, and actually go down. So there is a way to do that with Bruce, but it's more expensive. It's kind of stupid. And I think someone's going to pick him up. So I don't think we would get that far where a hundred grand is going to make any difference. You know, that's not a significant amount of money um, for someone who doesn't have to go to the minors. That's true. Uh, I was really hopeful for Bruce. You know, it sucks that, you know, the last week he's had, you know, just terrible at-bats. But when you look at the defensive option, that's where he still has all, all you know, he still holds the cards there. Yeah. I was listening to Buster Olney. Uh, Buster Olney was saying that the Yankees love uh, Tuckman's ability to play all three outfield positions. Um, I know that he's younger um, and that he feels that Talkman would be the better option. Um, and also uh, because you can kind of pick up guys like Jay Bruce um, if required. But I would tend to disagree. I, I, I don't understand the, uh, the purpose of re-signing Brett Gardner if, if we were going to carry an extra outfielder that does exactly the same roles as he does, um, but not as well as Brett Gardner. So um, I think it's analytics. I I would have gone with Jay Bruce, um, but uh, what's gonna what's what this means is DJ will be playing first base, um, and then I suppose if that was the case, then I, I think that I think that means that we're gonna uh, bring in uh, Dietrich. I think Dietrich is gonna make the roster if that's the case. He has then, to. Yeah, then he'd probably play second or something like that, and or whatever uh, in the days that DJ can't. So. Uh, I think that's what's going to happen. I would have gone with a power upside. I quite liked Jay Bruce's power upside, even though he's maybe not having the, the greatest spring. Uh, and also, as Rob says, his ability to play first base. I don't even care that he's not the greatest first baseman. It doesn't really matter. It keeps us away from Mike Ford. But the thing is, I think the Yankees are playing favorites. They love Talkman and they love Ford. And come hell or high water, I think they were always going to edge towards keeping them in some way. Wasn't Ford already optioned? 
Yeah, but you, you know that would that wouldn't stop them from bringing him up the second they could. Yeah, that's they, what I meant. Yeah. yeah, they love him for whatever reason. No, but, we will see him this year. They will try to get him yeah, on this team. Right. It's going to be very frustrating. For sure. One thing I don't want them to do is if they have LeMahieu play first, and that means uh, Dietrich becomes that next infielder. I don't want them moving Torres over. I want him at shortstop. Yeah. Every game he plays, because if, if they want him to be the shortstop of the future, he has to stay there. It's nice yeah. for him to play second occasionally, but if he's playing, he needs to be the shortstop. Yep. There's no reason for him to play second base anymore. It's like a crutch at this point. You can't keep feeding into that. You know, he's more comfortable there. Well, that's great. But sorry, you came up as a shortstop and we need you to be comfortable here at shortstop. So the thing. fact yeah. The fact that Gio can play shortstop, as we've stated many times, is not so that Torres can play second. It's so that Torres can take a day off. That's it. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, yeah. you know what will happen. The first time that, that Torres has to play a game, you know, if they put him a game at second base, he'll have phenomenal defensive play and everybody will be screaming, see, this is where he belongs. No, they're going to scream that anyway, dude. We have nothing but knuckleheads in the Yankees. We are the biggest franchise in the world. There's like how many Yankees fans? Close to a billion, maybe. It's ridiculous. There's a lot of them, and they uh, <laughs> they say a lot of things. This goes back to the offseason two years ago when you know they were willing to let Didi walk so Torres can play short. I've said this plenty of times, and now. You know, they're like, oh, we made a mistake. But these are the same people that wanted Didi gone so Torres can play short. So you got what you asked for. And I don't think Torres is a bad shortstop. I'm not going to base off of it yeah. off of 40 games. It's it's no. so stupid. And it yeah. feels like I'm beating a dead horse when I say that. It's just so dumb to assess a player's defensive ability after a 40 games in a COVID-shortened season. It's, it's really stupid. Right. And what people don't understand, too, is – Didi was a great player, but he was never meant to come in here and be a long-term option. He was a bridge to a gap that was left by Derek Jeter, and he was phenomenal in patching that gap. But you need to start from younger talent and within the organization if you want to have another Derek Jeter, and that's how we think Torres will become. So you had to make that option, like like Rob just said. You, You had to get rid of Didi. It made no sense to keep him. No, well, the truth I, is, you're not going to keep you're not going to keep Didi and then keep DJ as well, you know, because we're obviously Torres is the is the uh, second base slash shortstop, whatever of the future. He's never going. We're never going to move on from him, of course, because he's the key of the team. So you're, right. you're not going to keep both DJ and um, Didi. It sucks to lose Didi because I think Didi was uh, a partial captain to the team, you know, and he was right. Clutch but- and he looked. He looked, he looked freaking great there yesterday there in that spring training game against the, against the Phils. He looked terrific. Donald, question but, for you. You know, you'll have to move on. Yeah. Of those three that you just mentioned, uh, DJ, Torres, and Didi, don't you think the, the difference between the talents is pretty obvious with who you need to keep and who you need to get rid of? Well, I mean, DJ's versatility – and um, the fact he's batting almost 400, I mean, you can't really move on from him, can you? <laughs> you no. know? Uh, and Torres is uh, is supreme upside. I mean, he's literally got, like, top 10, top 5 in the game uh, upside. So you're not going to 
you know, you're not going to move on from him either. You just have to make sure that his shortstop is 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 average, you know, and then and then you know his bat's going to do all the talking. Right. Yeah. Well, he just needs to have a a, a solid year because I don't want to hear all next offseason how they need us, you know, with all these shortstops in the market. I don't the the rumor mills and the you know who who should oh people him. already want Seager. <laughs> He's not leaving the Dodgers. People need to no, get but, on that train right now. Don't you think it's ridiculous that all these people sat here and acted like Lindor was this great option for us, and the second he goes to the Mets, even though we will have an option to take him this offseason if we wanted to, now they switch to Seager like that? It's like, guys, we had the list of who was going to be free agents two years ago. We know what's going to happen. So yeah. why is it that everyone's so reactionary that they can only live in the goddamn moment? Because so is, is Lindor really that much better than Seager? I've also heard Trevor's story. So make up your fucking mind on who you want. Because we have one who has the Trevor potential Torres to be all three of them. Yeah. yeah. Torres has the potential to be phenomenal at the position. We've already seen the flashes of it. It's just about consistency. That's all it is. He just has to be consistent. Some of those routine plays that he struggles on. Don't you know? Don't struggle on. Just get better. Keep practicing better and better every single and day. And we've seen that's him what, work yeah, about it. So <laughs> that's what spring training's for. And he's getting better at it. He's made a couple of mistakes here and there. And of course, you know, Twitter erupts every time he does. But the fact that they've kind not given up, but they've kind of like they've gotten to that point where they're almost like we need a shortstop now. It seems like they're giving up on Torres, which is ridiculous because just a year ago he was untouchable to a yeah. lot of these same fans. So the whole recency bias, the reactionary, the, the reaction by uh, Yankee Yankees fans just in the now, like you just mentioned, right. it, it's really, it's ridiculous because we know it, that it, Torres is an elite talent. It also doesn't help when you have players like Acuna and Soto and other young kids like Caddies coming up and being nasty from the start. Everyone go, oh, come on, why can't we have that? Because it's really hard to do that. Those are once-in-a-generation type players. Yeah, you're talking, you're talking. And when they start to struggle, are you going to start criticizing them? Probably not. <laughs> yeah, right. every, every team has a 40-man roster. You're talking about a, a handful of players out of how many? that were able to hit that spark. And who knows what's going to happen with the, with those players this year. You know, well, look the, how fast the, it changes. The, the pitching is just going to adjust to the batter's strengths. Yeah, but the, the Torres came up. As to what the pitch is doing. Can these, can these, can these hitters readjust to what the pitchers are adjusting to? That's when you see who has the talent to make it long term. I think Tatis will be fine. I think those guys Evan mentioned will be fine. But Torres came up and he was great. You know, his first couple of weeks were a little sluggish, but he was great from that point on. It's not like he had a terrible rookie year and a terrible 2019. Right. And we're basing his struggles on a 60-game season. So everyone needs to just calm down and understand that the circumstances of last <laughs> year were horrible for a lot of players. Look at Pete Alonzo. He had a brutal year last year. I still think he's a talent. Like, calm down. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, I don't see Mets fans giving up on him after a bad, whatever, COVID season it was. It's yeah. just it, the, the reaction the reaction of fans it's, needs to slow down. Temper your expectations right. a little bit and let this guy do his job because we know he can. Like, are people going to freak out when Trevor Bauer doesn't do exactly what he did last year? The answer is yes, they are. He's a $40 million pitcher for one fucking year, and he's, he's, he's not going to do what he did last year. I'm guaranteeing it right now. <laughs> did you see oh, Trevor Bauer? Actually, he will with his eyes closed. Sorry. 
Did you see it when he gave up three home runs there the other day? And then he had a big smile on his face and he kind of just strutted off the mound like he was the fucking, he was the fucking dude. Like, yeah, fucking right. He's a fucking idiot. He's such an asshole. I'm so glad we don't have him on this channel. Can you imagine? We dodged a bullet on that. Can you imagine? I mean, could you imagine if he did that? The Yankees, so they kind of started off the mound like, yeah, like, George Steinbrenner would have traded him. <laughs> oh my god, oh, man, he is a fucking asshole, man. He's such an <laughs> asshole. But, but hey, what about did you guys see Aaron Judge's home run uh, yesterday? Yeah, he finally hit a home run. Yeah, it was a fucking monster. Yeah. That just tells you that these players are not giving it their all in the spring because you know Judge could have done that seven more times if he really, really wanted to. But that's yeah, what he probably was one hand. He wanted too. to work on things that were not his strength at the plate. He right. That's exactly what he said. Yeah. It's like, get off. It's a game. I think Bauer needs to work on his personality. That, that's the thing he should be working on during spring yeah. training. Fucking idiot. Well, I like the Twitter war with him and Syndergaard. That's pretty fun. I like Conseco versus A-Rod. I think it's hilarious because A-Rod doesn't say shit and Conseco constantly has these zingers. Yeah. <laughs> I know. He's actually pretty funny. I think Conseco's a fucking moron, but he's pretty funny with the A-Rod bullshit. It's entertaining. He's very weird. He'll go from talking about A-Rod, then he mentions like aliens and shit. So he's just, he's on something extra. I don't know what it is. He probably but... thinks the world's flat too. Yeah. One of those. Uh, yeah. Oh, he's definitely a flat earther. <laughs> yesterday was a crazy game man did you guys who do you guys think of chris giddens giddens looks like a, a really powerful bat he's gonna be a star in triple a watch <laughs> he always is we always hear about him and like he's always mashing in triple a and they're just you know he's blocked his path to the major leagues on this team is just blocked with Voight already here. LeMay, he was first baseman. Yep. Mike Ford. Yeah. I love Mike Ford. So it's, it's unfortunate he always does this. A, I think they're going to get a couple calls on Gittins after this spring training. They might. I mean, we never pick up first basemen in the draft or anything. We don't have first baseman prospects. Look at all the ones who can play first baseman. They're all catchers first. How old is Giddens? He's kind of he's up there, I think. If I'm not mistaken. At least like, twenty-eight higher. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. So he doesn't have any real upside. Yeah, he's not like this. He's kind of like what Talkman was when we got him, a minor leaguer that Yeah, or like Kyle Higashioka, who's played like yeah. ten years in the minors, but you know, is it's good enough to kind of make the next level, but not to stay in the next level. You know, it's it's tough when you're a bench player because it 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 matters what the team is looking for for their bench. It doesn't matter if you're the nastiest bench guy. If they don't need that type of talent, it doesn't work. And we just don't need him mm. right now. Do you, do you think he has a shot of, of uh, yeah, he's maybe coming in at some point during the year? 27, okay. Do you think he has any shot of coming in at some point this year? You know, if, if Voight goes down for two weeks or something like that? No, because then they'll use Ford. They're always going to use Mike oh my Ford. Yeah, it, it, they all oh, – they're gonna do everything in their power to get fucking Ford on that in that lineup. They do. They're married to him. They love him. He needs to be in a forty or over softball beer league that plays only on the weekends. That's that's Ford's future. He I've said it before. 
Absolute superstar in that league. No, because you know he's the guy who who's gonna like play when he's fucking fifty, have the knee braces on, and still hit a home run with a softball like four hundred and fifty feet. Yeah. <laughs> I look forward to that in another thirty years or whatever. It's gonna be. <laughs> he, he sucks at he sucks a hell of a lot more than Tyler Wade does. I I I think by far he's much worse than Tyler Wade. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Tyler Wade at least has two or three tools that are slightly above average. I mean, you got the speed and the glove. Yeah. What do you have with Mike Ford? Yeah. The possibility Zero. that he might hit a home run randomly? Very randomly. He's a pinch hit, <laughs> he's a pinch hit option in a, in a meeting. I'd rather have Greg Bird back. Wow. <laughs> Freaking pinch hit. Uh, no, I would take Greg Bird every day of the week over Mike Ford. We're haunted by that pinch hit, man. That shit was so I, brutal. I, I still can't believe that's what they did. <laughs> Clint Frazier was sitting right there. That was an, and they insanely went with Mike dumb. Ford. Are they ever going to trust That whole playoff series. It's going to take years for me to get over that playoff series. It was the worst managed playoff series in the history. It was, yeah, it was not good. Yeah, it was not good at all. They're just some some postseasons just annoy us, and we just never get over it. The only ones he couldn't poorly manage, or well, the only one he couldn't poorly manage, was the game that Cole started game one. Because it's hard to mismanage a game where Garrett Cole's out there, and the yeah. Yankees won that game. And then right after that, you saw the nonsense in game two, Ford pinch hitting in a big spot. Very no, poor. We, I'm surprised we went to five games. We all knew that we had to win point. game two to win the series. Had we have won that, it would have been drastically different. Look at the layout of it. But no, yeah. we wanted to be cute with all that fucking nonsense. <sighs> I'm a little worried that sometimes he can't get out of his own way a little bit. Like sometimes you just got to read the way the game is going. Right. The pitcher's pitching well. Don't fuck with it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Even if the analytics crew is telling you. Don't you think the problem, too, is that we've gotten so arrogant with how good we are with analytics that we don't understand that we were going up against a team that fucking invented analytics. We are maybe a top five <laughs> analytic team. They're number one. They invented this shit, you fucking jackasses. Yeah. They're always two, three steps ahead of us the whole time. But that's what they have to do, though. That's how they did it to even... <laughs> even it up against us you know that's what we didn't understand they had to use analytics to even up the disparity between the two organizations and they did right. it extremely well on top of the fact that they're balanced with home run power too because it's like they outmatched us so well in everything that we can do they have a good bullpen as well they have good starters that can you know go deep they have power like it's very hard to beat that type of team that is that is that much more crafty and smart than we are. <laughs> and they always seem yeah. to find a player that comes out of nowhere, like a Rosarina. And they're she gonna played have like Stanton. Like, what the out- fuck? <laughs> We're paying scary. this guy $300 million, and they got a bumble fuck off waivers who played like him. <laughs> now he is, he's going to be special, and they're going to have another one. You know they're going to find another player just like it, and he's going to come out. And they're going to be a threat for a long time because they, they always do. Remember when they brought in Logan Morrison and he was nasty? Logan yeah. Morrison sucks. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they do. And they, they're like you just guys just said, they're great 
at doing it. They're great at these, the, the analytic game and they pretty much invented it because they don't have the money to spend like other teams do. And you can't copy them, especially if you're a team that has that financial ability. They, they Yankees should not yeah. try to copy it. And that's what doomed them in the playoffs. And it's what dooms them every time they try to do it. They always fail at it. Right. Yankees, I mean, because look, look at the too Yankees. much on playing like the Rays and not like the Yankees. That's because well, we have we a have certain formula our that our team is, and it's been that way for how long? Like a hundred years. Look back at you know Murderer's Row. That's how we win games. The Dodgers do the same fucking thing, and so did the you know New York Giants at a time. But times have changed, and we and the Dodgers have not really adapted well. We tried to last year, but we're not quite there because we focus way too much on just the analytical portion when we should be balanced on all aspects of the game. I think that's what this 100%. roster provides you. This is a very balanced roster this year. And so that's why we can yeah. this year just has a different feel going into game one. Well, it feels different because we're actually deep on pitchers. Like last year, we knew Paxton wasn't going to be a reliable option. I figured yeah, he would get injured. Out. We were done with Hap for about a year and a half. So, oh, yeah. Sevy went down before the season started. So we were already pretty much, we were shorthanded as the season started with Herman being suspended and everything that went down at the start of the season. And we still were able to make it pretty far. And I still think if we had Paxton healthy throughout the season, things I would agree. have went differently. No, look at what happened. Hap literally had to have Cashman piss him the fuck off for him to actually play well. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the motivation you needed, jackass. You've been in the league for fucking 15 years, and you needed your boss to say, ah, this guy fucking sucks, and we wish he was gone. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't just him, though. The whole team needed it, because at one point we were, you know, we were... Buffalo. We were actually out of the playoffs. We were actually out of the playoffs at one point until Cashman came in and started fucking lighting a fire under them. And that's what pushed us into the playoffs. Yeah, that's what fucking concerns me. Didn't we have like three 10-game-plus winning streaks last year, but then we also had like a 19-game losing streak? It was... <laughs> <laughs> that was some insane losing streak that we went on. It was crazy. I couldn't even believe it. And we were losing to some of the worst teams you could ever imagine. They weren't. Yeah, even our whole up. season was like a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Was, there was some series. It's like, what did, did somebody put on the wrong uniforms? Because this is not the players that we thought we were getting. Yeah. It was it's rough. Bizarre. It sucked. What a bizarre year. But I don't think it's going to happen this year. I do actually have a lot of. Uh, a lot of faith in this in this team. I think this team is going to be good. We're making the World we Series. Just, I'm calling them right now. Well, the playoffs is always a crapshoot. And the way that we kind of have managed the playoffs over the last two, three years has been pretty bad. So we need to stop getting in our own way and stop focusing so much on on the other teams and just focus on our strengths. What do we do well? You know, our power. You know, I'm not focus on analytics so much. If the guy's yeah. pitching well, let him go. You know, even with the lineup, like one thing this team can do so well that they seem to get away from in the playoffs is patience. Like, look at all the playoff games we did win last year. How many good at bats are we putting together where we were making guys like Bieber? Um, is that the, that's Cleveland's ace, right? Am I? Yeah, Shane Bieber. Yeah. Shane Bieber. yeah. 
Bieber's we were making we were making him throw how many pitches in that first game? A lot. That, yeah. That, yeah. See, that was that the was that was the reason we won is the pitch count, and we did it multiple times last year on a several guys. Yeah, and that then when we were game. losing, and the offense was struggling, what were they doing? Swinging for the fences every single at bat. So yeah. they need to get to just one formula because we know what works. And it was the same right. thing in the '90s. This team would just wear you down, and then yeah. eventually, when they get their pitch, it was game over. Now this lineup has potential to be that good. Right. Well, I mean, we did it to last now, but then we had a harder time with Snell, you know. And I feel like the these younger superstars, you know, have a harder time uh, with pitch counts than a seasoned veteran like Snell. He really, we weren't getting him on that shit. No, Snell is a is a very you know, pitcher. He hit his locations and he called the right pitches, whereas Glass now looked very, very lost. He had those control issues, which, you know, he's had since Pittsburgh. And now they have Archer back. Pitcher, I cannot though. wait to wreck Archer. I cannot fucking wait Glass to destroy Chris Archer. I like Glasnow. Glasnow's a good pitcher. He, didn't, he wasn't so good when we played. But he was, he's a really good pitcher. He's got a, a lot of good stuff. Which is why they got rid of Snow, because they didn't need to keep him with, with Glasnow basically being the ace anyway. Well, yeah. they don't keep anybody when they're, when they're ready for a contract. They brought back exactly. Chris Archer, though. Like, what the fuck? Why didn't they just give Snell the money? Well, you see how much Chris Archer got? He's getting, like, fucking $2 million or some shit. Well, Snell was mad because of what, you know, Snell wanted out. It was clear as day. What they did to him in the World Series would go yeah, down as really dumber yeah, decision. And he was pissed off, and I'm sure that was really – something that led to him well, had to have been the main reason he wanted out. You don't do that in a World Series game when you're pitching lights out, all because the analytics say otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> do you imagine if Ben did that to Garrett Cole? <laughs> imagine if someone tried to do that to, like, Roger Clemens or Sandy Koufax or uh, fucking Randy Johnson. Fuck out of here. In fact, that I did actually happen during the regular season. I think Boone tried to take out Cole at one point. Cole shouted at him. He was pissed. Remember that? And he was fizzing. Do you guys remember that game? I, I don't, but that's hilarious. I, 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 I love that fire. But I know which I know which game you're talking about. Yeah. I do remember there was an issue. No, Mike Messina is still my favorite pitcher yeah. to have told a manager to basically fuck off. So <laughs> <laughs> sorry. All right, I'm sorry. I will sit down, man. <clears throat> no. All right. Well, um, we will be back Sunday. We are going to have uh, a special guest with us. What was that? <laughs> Who we having on Sunday? Uh, you tell us. Oh. But we will be. Uh, we will have a guest with us on Sunday. You'll find out when you tune in. And uh, you're not going to like him. He's worse than too. me. Yeah, we're we're getting Evan two point so. More obnoxious than you, jeez, that's that's terrifying. Oh, he's brutal. He's really the worst. He pisses me off more than anyone. That's, that's hard to terrifying. do. Well, that's yeah. why we're having him on because somebody's got to piss you off. Now we, we gotta we gotta well, get Bobby. You, back. you piss him off all the time. We don't we don't need anybody more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we will be back on Sunday night. So <laughs> <laughs> enjoy the rest of your Friday. Have a good day tomorrow.
Everybody, stay safe, stay smart, go Yankees. I can literally hear the bobbling. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> right. See you, son.